Welcome to Small Business Quick Wins presented by Thrive. This podcast is exclusively designed for small business leaders like you. Prepare to get invaluable insights from every episode, equipped with actionable tips made for immediate implementation in your business. Tune in as we feature firsthand lessons from fellow small business owners and thought leaders. I'm your host, Jay Schwedelson. Over the last 25 years, I've grown multiple small businesses that have generated over $300 million in revenue. Along the way, I've learned pitfalls to avoid and quick wins that can transform your business immediately. I'm excited to share it all. So if you're ready to win on Main Street, let's dig into this episode. All right, everybody. Welcome to Small Business Quick Wins. I am so excited for the episode today because we are going to talk about a hidden gem industry where there's $800 billion worth of business that we can all, I don't, doesn't matter what industry you're in or what your expertise is, we can all get a piece of that $800 billion. And we have Dr. Kizzy Parks here, who is the founder of GovCon Winners. And she's going to take us all through government contracting. And when you hear government contracting, you're like, wait a minute. That's not for me. I don't know how to do that. And guess what? That's okay. That's what we're going to learn today. It's easy and anybody can do it. So Dr. Kizzy Parks, welcome to Small Business Quick Wins. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me here. So for the audience, before we get into what this all means and how to do it, and we're going to make it really easy for them, tell us about you. Tell us about why you're awesome and all things your world. You know, like many listening, I had no idea about government contracting. I had absolutely no idea. I had family members who served in the military, and that was about it. So when I was in graduate school, this opportunity presented itself to make some money. So I'm like, okay, I'm a broke grad student. Let me make some money in Central Florida at Patrick Air Force Base. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Why not? And while I was there, I noticed there were people in uniform, there were government employees, and then there was this group of people that they would call contractors. And again, I'm just kind of in my head like, hey, I just need to get through this, get my big girl job, get my degree, because apparently, you know, a college degree, a grad PhD is going to change my life is what everyone said. And while I was there, the director of research reached out to me and he said, Kizzy, I heard you are graduating soon. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this man knows my name. (laughs) He's like the head of everything. And I'm just like this student. And he's like, I want you to stay on as a contractor. How much money will it cost me? And we're literally in the middle of all of these cubicles. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is like the big negotiation or something. So I threw out a number right under $100,000. He was so ecstatic. He's like, this is amazing. I'm going to have my admin contact you. This is great. And that's how I started was as a subcontractor providing (laughs) everyone's favorite diversity and inclusion, training, analytics, and providing a lot of those types of services to this particular department, because that's what that department needed. 
And I knew nothing about government contracting. Yes, I'm smart and have an advanced degree. And at the time I was into diversity and inclusion, but I didn't have a business plan. I don't even think I had a, I didn't have a business account. I didn't have anything other than a sole proprietorship. All I knew was this. Okay. So the federal government is willing to pay for this thing, for this stuff in my head and for my skills. And that's how I started 15 years ago in the federal government contracting space. Wow. And today my firms have over a hundred people. And then I teach people how to win profitable government contracts. I love it. Well, that's what we're going to figure out right now. So yes. let's take this from, there are listeners out there like, okay, what does that mean? I can get a government contract, a government contract to do what? Where do I begin? What is the first step to figure out if I could play ball in this? So the, the first step is you got to just sit in that space of like, I don't know what they want. <laughs> like, I know it sounds really weird, but I, I promise you because they buy so much that sometimes it's overwhelming. I always compare it to the cereal aisle. Like I love cereal. I don't know if y'all love cereal or not, but yeah, why not? Oh my goodness, I sure. love Cocoa Puffs. But you go into a cereal aisle and it's it's intense. There's a yes. lot of cereals. That's how it is with the federal government. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. So first and for, foremost, very simple, very easy. You all can do this now. You go to Sam, like Uncle Sam. Sam dot gov you go to sam.gov as long as you have a business with a tax id Uh a physical address you can register as soon as you go to sam.gov to become a government contractor it's very very simple physical address tax id doesn't matter if you're an llc an s corp a partnership a sole proprietor, tax ID, physical address. Then as you're going through it, because there's a couple of stages, I want you all to remember something. There are many out there that are like, oh, it's federal government. There's all this paperwork and red tape. And uh, I don't yes, that's government. what I feel like. Yeah. Right. It does. It seems like it. it's like, oh, but here's the deal. Have you ever had a client where you're like, man, when are they going to pay me? Why haven't they paid me? They didn't pay me. And yes. I was to sue them. You're never going to have that with the government. They always pay. And if they pay you late, you get interest. That's why most organizations like Amazon, Boeing, Lockheed Martin, Sodexo, Gordon Foods, they love government contracts because they don't have to worry about if and when I'm going to be paid. So you're always paid. So as you're waiting for things to be certified through SAM.gov, what I suggest that you do is you really ponder, okay, what are you really open to selling? So I look at it like this. Are you looking to be an expert or are you looking to be an entrepreneur? So when I first started out, I had this niche. I was, I was the poster child for diversity and inclusion in the Department of Defense. I was everywhere for it. And it was it was cool. It was nice at the time. It was great. But I knew I was like, this isn't really going to take me anywhere. 
And during the previous administration, for instance, diversity and inclusion training was banned. So I'm really glad that I pivoted because you can fill in the word diversity and inclusion with a lot of things. But these are just things to be mindful of, right? Some administrations like green, some don't, right? For those of you maybe in cannabis, not in cannabis, you, you see what I'm getting at. So my point is, I realize you can be very niche. So if there's something you do, maybe you're an animator or some designer or what may have you. Yeah, you can go really niche with the federal government, but then you have to realize what options are you really going to have? What is the volume? Let me ask you a question. Let me jump yeah. in there. I want to understand something. Yeah. So I own a plumbing business. I own a plumbing business and I'm listening right now and I'm like, how am I going to get business from the federal government? Am I going to sell them plumbing supplies? Am I going to be a plumbing expert? I mean, do they go on this, the Sam website and they are able to search up plumbing and yes. then see stuff like take me through it as if I have a plumbing company. What yes. can I do? Great. I love this. So what you can do is on Sam.gov, you go to advanced search. And one thing that's really helpful that I want everyone to really know is that when you go on a government site, they are not as sophisticated as Google. So just keep that in mind. Google is Google. So you go to Sam.gov, you go to advanced search, and you're going to, you're going to see an option that says product, product or service. So you're going to type in the following number, 238220. Ooh, 238220. 238220. Okay. So that is for plumbing, heating, things of that nature. Okay. And what will happen is you'll see what opportunities exist under that code, under that classification. Because the federal government, they have tons of buildings. So who's providing the plumbing? Who's providing right. the HVAC? Who's providing right. any of those services? It's a federal government contractor because it saves them money instead of having what you're going to hire a thousand plumbers to service all of your buildings throughout the world. That's the other so thing wait, about the contract. Wait, I want to say so. So I go on there, I put in that code. It says all these places. Now I find out there's all these government buildings are being built or whatever that need that need plumbing supplies, people to do it, all this stuff. And then what? There's like. I'll see 10 different opportunities. I go click, 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 click. And I, and I apply to be that contractor. Is it that simple? Yes, it is. So for instance, there's an opportunity to replace perimeter heat chemical treatment with the VA. There You're on the site right now. You're looking at it right I'm now. looking live. at it right now as I am speaking to you. There's an opportunity for a rooftop air handling replacement. There's okay. So for that one, you then what do you do? You you then say, okay, I'm really good at the rooftop replacement, whatever that thing is, and you click on it and you fill out whatever's on there and you hit submit, and now you've applied for that contract. And then what? How long does it then? Let's go to let's go to part two. I'm, I've been I've been certified. I now have applied for this roof, air roof thing, Mabob, how long do I wait to hear back whether or not I got the gig? How do I find out how much they're willing to pay? How do I get to point? How do I get to the next phase? So a lot of that luckily can be done up front because government contracting information is public. So you can ask them, hey, what did you pay in the past for plumbing for the HVAC? 
you can look to see what they've paid in the past. It typically takes 30 days to receive an award. And the other really nice thing about federal government contracting is often you have a point of contact. So you can call, you can email them and ask them where are they in the process, in the award process. And so once they make that award, you're notified either on the phone or electronically, and then you begin the work. This is awesome. I want to stop recording and go apply for stuff and be like, what is wrong with me? Why have I been sleeping on this? Are we making this too good to be true? Or is this really a great opportunity? It's an amazing opportunity. I mean, if I may. So I have a colleague who started out about eight years ago. He had a business. He was doing tutoring. Right. And then got into government contracting, I think did half a million, a million, a couple million. I believe last year he did over $20 million. Oh, so what, that guy needs to go buy us some dinner. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'll hang out with that dude. I, I bring him up because it's definitely a space where you can significantly grow your business. Or if you want it to be just a side hustle or you just want another stream of revenue, maybe during downtime, you can do that. What scares people is the fact that you have to read and write. I mean, I'm being really blunt because yeah. we live in this society where it's this there's this push to shorten our attention span. And so yeah. it makes it very challenging for some. They're like, oh, I don't want to do all that work. OK, well, then there's these rewards that you potentially won't obtain by doing this. And then you already know the government's always going to pay. And what's also great about the federal government is once they get to know you, then you become a go-to. So then you provide the services to the VA. There's more than one VA. And then maybe that person at the VA has a colleague with the army or a colleague at fish and wildlife or a colleague at department of interior. So then it becomes this ripple effect and then with the government, it becomes like Amazon, right? Amazon delivers your detergent. If you got, if you have a kid, maybe some baby diapers, they, we get everything in, at Amazon. And then you become like an Amazon. Okay. I know you do plumbing, but do you by chance also do things with gravel? And you're like, what? And then you figure it out because that's what a lot of really big federal government contractors do too. We may know them for planes or for computers or things like Amazon, but in reality, they're providing so many things. So yes, it's not that hard to do. What's really key is you putting time into reading the opportunities, responding to the opportunities. And then on top of it, you can also apply this approach to state and local work. And you don't have to live in these different cities, counties to even bid on state and local work. Oh, that's super interesting. That's amazing. So if I owned that plumbing business, what I would do is I would spend a few hours a day for like a month figuring this out. And then I would get an hourly worker, teach them what I know and say, this is what you spend your time doing every day. And you would have a whole other piece of your business that's driving revenue. And the beautiful part is the budget really exists. You know, this has been money that's been told you have, it has to be spent on this stuff. And so for companies out there that are like, oh, I'm struggling to get new business. Or I'm struggling to increase my, my, my revenue. You are not looking under every rock because this might be the biggest rock to look under. 
And I love this all. And so what we're going to do before when we wrap up, we're going to make sure in the show notes, these links to all these important uh, websites, whether state and local government or federal government, and certainly to Kizzy's solutions, they're going to all be in there. So let me ask you this, though. I want to pivot for a second. I want to get it to the final segment of this podcast, which has nothing to do with government contracts at all, because we've solved that problem. (laughs) What I want to ask you is what we ask everybody. We all get lots of advice, and the name of this segment is The Worst Advice Ever. All right? What is the worst piece of business advice that you've ever gotten? There's been a lot. So my favorite worst piece was my mentor. She said, <laughs> she had said, you know, Kizzy, you need to be in a big building and have your name on the building. Because when I first started out, everything was virtual. Years ago, 15 years ago, I was all about, I want everything virtual. But you, Kizzy, you need a big building you need your name up front and you need to have these layers. You need you need to have your executive team and another layer and another layer. And I just remember thinking like, that's great. And it, it worked for her. She had a, a great exit from her company, but it it's about what each and every one of us want. I didn't want that. I wanted something more like a Zappos. I didn't want like a typical organizational structure with all of these people. I'm like, I thought to myself, what are they going to do? I'm just going to have all of these leaders on my team in a big building. Why? <laughs> well, I love what you've done because you've built this amazing business, uh, leveraging, you know, this budget that exists that is just so untapped and you've built it on your own, in your own way, right? It fits into your life. It fits into how you want to do things and it's doing incredibly well. So for all the listeners, let's make sure everybody knows how to get in contact with you, how to take advantage of all things, your world. Where do they find you? What should they check out? Tell us. Okay, first and foremost, check out my book, winnerswaybook.com, winnerswaybook.com. Check out the book. It's a great how-to guide, how to get into federal government, winning more contracts than you would on your own. Get the book. It comes with some really cool free bonuses. Please check out my YouTube channel, Kizzy M. Parks. I do have blonde hair in the image, but it is me. Please check out my channel because I give more than anyone else in this space. There's tons of content. You can also go to www.govconwinners.com and sign up for our wait list. But I suggest winnerswaybook.com. Go to my YouTube. Please engage. I would love that because I don't hold anything back because it's there's so many opportunities. That is amazing. I'll also tell you, follow and connect with uh, Kizzy on LinkedIn, Dr. Kizzy Parks. She shares a lot of information there. I love it all. And you know what? I've learned an incredible amount today. It's been empowering to know that it's not hard. It's for everybody. And there's $800 billion being spent that needs to be spent. And we should all be out there trying to be a part of that. So thank you for being here. I can't wait to read your book, get involved. You are awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. You are amazing. And I really appreciate it. All right. See everybody soon. Well, that was fun and great news. You got way more where that came from. Subscribe. Make sure you get the latest episodes each week for more actionable tips from today's top small business leaders. 
and hook us up with a five-star review if you've got at least one new idea you may consider using. Lastly, if you want to ensure you never miss a message from your customers again, check out thrive.com slash win to get your free account with Command Center today.